Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. My name is Kevin Ray. I am your host. I'm here with our extraordinary co-host and producer extraordinaire, Mark Griffith. And uh, we want to thank you all for joining us today on the Housing Hour. Feels like we haven't been in studio for some time because of the uh, snow and ice and storms and all of that. Um, they had East Magnolia blocked off and, and we couldn't <laughs> well, get Well, maybe to the we're studio. not hardcore radio guys. That may be it. I, I don't know. I think Halloran made it in over there at the other stations. But uh, we're just so thankful for you coming in today to the housing hour to hopefully learn something new. Um, we want to add value to your life and to your weekend. And we're so thankful to uh, you and um, also our guests today. And before I get to that, I do want to tell you all how to plug in with us. Number one, you can go to thehousinghour.com. That's the mothership. You can locate all of our shows, past shows. Um, you can check out all of our series that we've done, Home Ownership Matters, Protect Your Family, Protect Your Kids, Protect Your Environment. Sounds like that YouTube video that that guy had, hide your kids, hide your wife. Some <laughs> people will understand that, but most will not. Um, but go to the website. You can really learn a lot about what we are all about. And to just give you some insight in what we're all about, we're all about bringing you information, information that we feel would be helpful to you. And this show is produced, brought to you by Mortgage Investors Group. And we have been in business since 1989. So um, without any further ado, today we have a special guest in studio. And we've had him on two other times um, as well. He is our insurance expert. Uh, Mansoor Hassan is in today. And um, is that how you pronounce your last name? Yeah, Hassan. Got yep. it. All right. Um, and, you know, one of the most likable guys that you will ever meet. One of the most genuine and I think probably most humble people I've ever ran into. Very involved in his community. He's also out there, you know, selling a product that everybody needs, but everybody doesn't understand. First and foremost, welcome to the Housing Hour. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you, you all having Absolutely. me here. Absolutely. And one of the things that is happening right now, uh, Pam and I just experienced this just the other day, um, is that we had a pipe burst. Well, yeah. insurance is a, a possible outlet to remedy this situation, depending on how much money the cost is. Luckily for Pam and I, and just to set this up for everybody, um, we tried everything we could because last year we did have a pipe burst and we did have to file an insurance claim. It was a lot of money because we didn't catch it immediately. Yeah. Well, this year pipe froze, pipe burst. We found it and turned off the water main immediately. So it was less than $500 for the whole package to be fixed. Oh, right. That's great. We got lucky. Yeah. Honestly, we did. Now for most of your clients that, that have insurance with you, some of them aren't so lucky. And what could happen is, You've got sheetrock damage. You have um, wet insulation you have to pull out. You have to repair the actual pipe. There are many issues that are involved. I guess let me just ask you like this. You know, what do you recommend to somebody once that pipe does burst 
Do they need to go turn the water main off? Do they need to call you immediately and you're going to bring your helicopter over? I mean, how does this work? They just need to sing and I'll show up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. No, I love those commercials. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, the, yeah. First thing, the first thing that you should really do is, is shut the water off. I, and, and I got a call, not this freeze, but the last freeze. Um, I got a call at my office and my wife said, hey, water's running down in our kitchen. Oh. It's, it's a water. So it happened to it you. It happened to me. So uh, she did not know where the water main was. So the first lesson is tell everybody in your house where the water main is. So locate your water main, know where it is, where Mm. it's going to shut off to all the pipes in your house. Mm. Uh, Sometimes they're in the garage. Ours is under our crawl space. So, yes, my wife had to army crawl uh, to the other side of our house and turn the water off. you paid for that. Good for her, though. I know. She caught it. It actually saved us from a claim, which which I'll talk about. But um, basically, you shut the water off. I, I walk in, and there's water coming in. Uh, from the ceiling still it's pouring out so a second story uh water pipe bust is 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 the worst case scenario Mm -hmm. um so once you get the water off the the main thing after that is to get the water up as quick as you can Mm -hmm. that's through shop vacs through pans pots uh you're going to have stuff dripping through the drywall uh if you can you can find a low spot and poke a hole in the drywall those are easy repairs to make so Mm -hmm. you're not going to cause any big damage and let that drywall yeah because that drywall is probably coming out anyway yeah yeah Yeah. there's going to be parts of that come out. Um, so once you've got it to where the water's off and you're starting to get the water up, the next process is the dry out process. And that's going to look differently for each person. So that's where you need to seek professional advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so either call your insurance agent and walk through what's what's damaged and what you're doing to dry it out. Call in a professional if it's a bad loss. Call in a remediation company. There's companies who specialize in getting water out of houses. Mm-hmm. And you can save your hardware. Who do you tours. recommend? Um, we use we use several different carriers in town. Mm-hmm. There there's some great ones with great reputations. You've got Service Master, that's great. Serve mm-hmm. Pro, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got uh, you've got a ton of different ones that do restoration, and uh, that's what they specialize in. And so you want somebody who's who's very knowledgeable with water. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what they'll do is they'll determine whether they need to open up the walls or if they need to uh, you know put down the dehumidifiers. A lot of times you can if you catch it quick and put dehumidifiers in, get the water out. Uh, you can rescue a huge loss uh, from from happening. Well, well, one example just for, for us um, in this latest incident was that we were able to turn the water main off within probably three minutes after it popped. It was a miracle, frankly, because we heard it. I knew where what what it was. I went out and I didn't have to army crawl because it's yeah. in our yard. Yeah, and I turned it off. Okay, then, you turned it off from the street then. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's that's the other way to do it. Isn't that illegal? No, well, no, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted so, to check. So, so, so we were able to save um, a lot of money, and like I mentioned, we had the pipe fixed. It was around two hundred dollars. The sheetrock was about one hundred and fifty-seven dollars. So our all-in cost was three hundred and whatever fifty-seven dollars. That's good. Now, for most people, what happened to us last time, and I want to—we'll talk about the claim process. What happened last time was we were gone. Right. It, it, it popped while we were gone. Yep. So we came home and water is literally gushing from the ceiling in our garage and the light fixtures. We're thinking that it's going to be, you know, electrocution in there, yeah, you yeah. know, and it, we weren't so lucky because a lot of that sheetrock had to be cut out. A lot of the baseboards, because it had had flooded the, ba- the, the floor, had to be redone and taken out. Um, there was a, a variety of things that had to be done. And our insurance, you know, hey, folks, remember back a few years ago, we had the big hail damage? Oh, yeah, March. Everybody. 2011. I, I, I mean, March. everybody I know had a claim. 
Everybody mm-hmm. almost I knew had a claim. And then you had the hail, another hail storm. Mm-hmm. So there's been a variety of claims. So let me ask you this. Now that we know that there are some people experiencing this and they may, we're going to have another freeze. The polar vortex has not gone away. We're going to have another one at the end of this week. It's going to get very cold. Yeah. And pipes are going to freeze possibly. Um, when people have to go through that claim process and you have a phone number that you call, what might someone do? You just mentioned bringing in professional experts. Do you as an insurance agent or any insurance agent, do they require that you go through a specific um, contractor? Can you select your own? Talk a little bit about that. What's the general rule? Uh, every company is different, so you want to be familiar with what your company stance okay. is. For for my clients and for us, um, it's up to you who you want to use. So essentially, we will provide the means and the funds to get your house back to where it was, and you can choose who you use. So mm-hmm. the, the, the choice is, is on you as a homeowner. Um, and so the claims process would start with, with doing anything. The first thing you want to do is anything preventative. So most policies are going to cover anything that you do preventative, and most policies actually require you to do preventative stuff. So if you have water running, you're required to shut it off. If you have water standing, you are required to get it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can do anything you need to do to prevent further damage. So if you have a hole in your roof, um, you need to put a tarp on it and Mm. and get get it sealed to where it's not. Save your receipts because those are going to go towards your claim. Right. Um, Yeah, we had that issue as well. Yeah, yeah. And ServPro, I believe, Service Masters, I think, is who it was. Yeah. And because that's that's an important thing. You need to take action. If you have leak in your, like, for instance, this this snow that's on people's roofs, if it's on the roof and there's going to be water coming in, you need to take action. Right. So just don't rest on on the fact that you have insurance. You need to take action to limit your claim. Right. Is what you're saying. Yeah. So do it. Whatever you need to do preventative, um, then call your your agent and let them know. Now I like it when when my clients call me and call mm-hmm. my office directly because we can kind of help walk them through the claims process. If you're not dealing with a specific agent, you might have a one eight hundred number to call. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you call that one eight hundred number, you're forced into a claim just by them answering questions. Mm. So um, just be careful and be aware of that could be happening. So is that a claim? So you can't ask questions without it being a claim? Uh, In a lot of companies, you can't. If you call the the claims office of that company, they're going to record it. Now, it might go as a zero paid claim, but if you're trying to go to a different company or it's going to be on your record as you calling in for a claim, Mm. even if it's a zero paid claim. Wow, that's good to know. Well, Well, my philosophy would be to find a local agent like Mansoor MyKnoxvilleInsurance.com is that where you can be found? Yep, that's our website. Um, yep, and and look at possibly uh, maybe engaging with him and ask him the questions. You know, he's uh, going to give you good advice, and that's why he's here today because he cares about the community. He cares about trying to give you solid advice so that you can make those decisions. Now, let me ask you a question about insurance claims and whether or not you should actually file a claim. You're in the business, obviously, of, of, of collecting premiums and then paying claims as they come out, as they are needed. Yes. You have a home that is destroyed by a fire. Obviously, you're going to file a claim. Correct. You have a roof that is absolutely destroyed. There, you're probably going to file a claim, right? Uh-huh. Now, Another thing that you have to look at, you have some hail damage on your car. The damage is, you know, eight or nine hundred dollars because it's just a few dings. Or in my case, my um, my repairs were less than seven hundred dollars or whatever. If you have somebody who has a five hundred dollar deductible and the repair cost is eight hundred bucks, 
what gu- what guidance can we give listeners? Is I mean, they don't have maybe they don't want to spend eight hundred dollars, but in the long term, is that going to benefit them from forking out that extra three hundred bucks? rather than filing a claim? Yeah, um, it depends. And it depends on the type of loss and the type of, of, of claim you're talking about. Like on a home, homeowners rates in the state of Tennessee have been going up with because of the storm activity. We've had hailstorms, we've had uh, polar vortexes, all these mm-hmm. things going on that have created uh, a lot of claims for homes. So on homes, I would say, yes, you want to be careful of what you turn in on a home. And that's mm-hmm. where you're knowing your deductible and, and knowing what that amount is before you actually turn a claim in is important. Because if you're going to turn a claim in on an $800 loss and you have a $1,000 deductible, well, what now you have a zero-paid right, right. Zero claim on there. Well, that's a very good point. And, but, and that's why when we get back from this yeah. break in a moment, um, we'll kind of go back down that path a little bit. Because I think that some folks out there, when you're deciding on what insurance deductible that you want to put into place, it's not as easy as just saying, well, I want the cheapest premium, so let's just do a $1,000 deductible. Or, you know, I want to do a $500 deductible because that's what my granddad did. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a different situation. You need to have a trusted advisor like Monsoor that can kind of walk you through that process, see what your situation is, and he'll get you, for lack of a better word, pre-qualified and kind of look and, and identify. And, and the nice thing about when someone does go out and get insurance, it's not like you're shopping for a mortgage and they're going to pull your credit and it's going to hurt your credit. You guys do a soft inquiry on right. your credit. Mm-hmm. So you're able to kind of get an overview of, of what you're dealing with. The primary thing is you want to see what type of claims they've had right. and whether or not they're eligible. So we're going to continue here with Mansoor Hassan, we're, MyKnoxvilleInsurance.com. His contact information is on our website. We'll have a whole list of information for him there. So please feel free to go there and learn more about him and uh, come back right after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Again, I am Kevin Ray, your host. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. And we also have Mansoor Hassan with us from State Farm Insurance. And you can find him at MyKnoxvilleInsurance.com. He's right here in the Knoxville area on Kingston Pike. Um, please feel free to contact him for, with further questions. You can email him. All of his contact information is right there on his website, as well as the housing hour. We'll have um, his contact information there. Phone number is easy to remember, 690-7100. How'd you get that number? That's a nice one. Did that get passed down to you? I'd say I, I got lucky. I called when I called. That one was available. Wow, so. that's a good one. I like it. <laughs> um, and MIG for that matter is six nine one eighty nine ten. If you do need a mortgage refinance, maybe you're looking to do a cash out refinance to do some repairs on some of the damage that these <laughs> um, storms have caused. But in all seriousness, rates are low. I'm not going to quote a rate because that wouldn't be a good idea. But I mean, hey, you can get a fifteen year fixed under three percent which is remarkable. Is that not correct? It's, it's I mean, right it's so on. phenomenal. Um, and, and that's just something that 
we want our listeners to understand is that, you know, we're here to offer you guys very solid advice. When we, we talk about insurance or maybe it's mortgages and, and we recommend that you contact these folks or you contact us, guess what? We're not going to, we're not going to strong arm you and say, Oh, we know you, you need to do this or you need to do that. We're all about providing that educated information so that we can provide you with as much data for your situation so you can make the right decision. When we were off air, we were talking a moment about um, about ice dams and some of the problems that they have caused. Um, but Mark, you had something before we get to that? Well, along those ice, yeah, yes, ice yeah, I, along that, and we'll mm-hmm. get to the ice dams, but you talked about cars and things like that mm-hmm. and slip and sliding away. What happens in those where the police declare an ice or snow emergency and you're supposed to just exchange uh, insurance um, but it was someone else that slid into my car. Right, right. So how does that work? I mean, are both mutual, equal, responsible? Well, this is this is the, the tagline of a lot of uh, uh, traffic enforcement is uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let the insurance companies work it out. Yeah. And so then it becomes a, a, a fight between insurance companies. It's a he said, she, she said. said. Right, right, right. And so Or he said, he said. If, <laughs> now, today's technology provides us with a lot of good opportunities. So if, if something does happen to you, before you move the cars, take pictures. Go all the way around. Don't take up close pictures because you can't see the way the cars are in, in line. Mm-hmm. But all of these things that you can do prior to moving your car could help determine who was at fault. So it might not be to where it's a no-fault situation to where each company pays their own for the car. It could be to where it wasn't your fault. Like they pay Dutch. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. There's an <laughs> insurance Dutch. Um, but uh, but if you take pictures and, and you and you get good information on the scene, then uh, it could help in determining uh, if, if your insurance is going to pay or if somebody else's is. If you feel very strongly that it was not your fault, is it a good idea to flag down other drivers and ask their information oh man a witness is better than a police report so right. it kind of goes in the line of a, number one being. Do they do they really have to have been seeing the accident though? <laughs> yes. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would, <laughs> and they can't be your your friend <laughs> yes. or or your family member. See what had happened was. <laughs> um, but so witnesses though. Yeah, are, witnesses are are huge in the fact of, of if you have a disinterested third party that that has seen it and records it or, or just tells it and don't ask somebody if they can be a witness because what do they think of mm, court? Yeah, right. Nobody's going to court. Out. Right. Oh, okay. It's better to say, hey, did you? see what happened can my insurance agent give you a call and, and you tell them what happened mm-hmm. um they're much more likely to give you their information because nobody wants to go to court nobody nobody wants to spend a whole lot of time it's really just a phone call right and it's so rare that you ever actually see an accident um, i can think of maybe one or two times in my entire life but when accidents do happen there are people that that see it and some people are just in a hurry and they rush away but if you are, you know, involved in, in seeing an accident, flag somebody down. Yeah. I would recommend it because it's going to help all parties. It's going to be able to get to the truth of the matter. And frankly, the, normally, I mean, 82% of people in Knoxville are honest, they say. And so they're going to want to know who was at fault. I made that up. But I mean, they're <laughs> going to want to know. I mean, I they, just want to know who the 20% is. <laughs> 18%. Okay. Um, so. So those are just some important pieces of the puzzle. And, and guess what? What's, what's one of the things that's happening right now more than anything? You see it every day on YouTube is these cameras that people are putting on oh, yeah. their cars. 
You know, I've, I've thought about it because I'm the probably third best driver in this room, <laughs> which there's three people in this room, but it would not be a bad idea. I mean, do you recommend that? Because, wow, talk about recording the accident. Yeah. I mean, you could you could record everything. Yeah, uh, I don't know the the I don't know the. the technicalities of it as far as the how it's, if it's, is it going to loop itself or whatever so it's, it's still mm. really new but but yeah i mean if you have that ability it's going to show who's at fault mm-hmm. um and and show who who who's who hit who and i tell you i deal with claims every single day and there are a lot of people who do not tell the full story mm-hmm. and the story will change from when they're on the scene to when you call them a couple of days later because in their mind they have convinced themselves they're not at fault. I've had people well, who... Maybe that's because they were injured. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard somebody at a scene talk to me and say that they were at fault and it was their fault. And then we call them two days later and they say, well, it, really, it wasn't my fault. And mm-hmm. there's no witnesses, no police report. And so we got nothing to stand on. Right. And, and in those situations, that's where, you know, it could get ugly and, and people have to make decisions based upon the facts at hand. And so as many witnesses as can be, that would be the most perfect situation yeah and if you had it recorded on tape it'd be right. a no-brainer i mean but then exactly. they'd see your um, antics before the exactly, accident. exactly. <laughs> right but traffic cameras have been helpful in that regard when oh. people run red lights yes. because before yes, it was who said who mm-hmm. um, but the traffic light now takes a picture and showing who ran the red light so right. uh, it, those have although i hate those things those have been helpful in those in those <laughs> situations <laughs> well i think there was a vote by somebody in the state representative that brought that up to try to get rid of those cameras. I don't know where that went, but um, so the ticket thing you're talking about, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Well, switching gears a little bit, um, when it does come time, let's talk about insurance. And this doesn't have to do with State Farm or Allstate or any of the other ones that are out there, because we were just want to provide information. You guys are a business. You're in business to make money. State Farm is not in business to pay out more claims than they take premiums. That's just a fact. And same thing as for mortgages. I mean, we're not, you know, lending money for free. You know, there's a cost associated with a service. Right. We're protect. You're protecting my family and my assets, and so that's a good thing. When I do have something happen, that's a bad thing. But I depend upon my insurance agent to come and help me. So. How is that? How how do you balance that when you're talking with clients when maybe they've had too many claims, you know, Mm -hmm. and and you're just like, hey, John, you know, I love you and all, but um, this is the seventh claim in three years, and I've received word that we can't move forward anymore here. Yeah, I know those are tough conversations. I mean, and I know it was very hard for me when I had a new couple that had just been married and they were wanting that first home. And I had to look them in the eye and say, hey, folks, you, this is not time yet. It's, you can't afford this right now. Right. So I know you've had to have those tough conversations. And, and for me, that's what differentiates the good agents from the ones who are just order takers. Right. The ones that will actually or counsel the 1-800 you. numbers, yeah. Right, that will say, you know what, hey, guys, you know, let me come out and talk to you because we need to talk about this. Yeah. How do you handle that? Well, it's very important to set expectations up up front, and that's where the, de- the, the deductible talk comes in, and that's where you look mm. at what coverages you need, what deductible you can you can take depending on your emergency fund and things like that. Mm-hmm. You ultimately want to take small things on yourself in today's insurance environment. So mm. anything small happens, you normally want to take care of that yourself. You want to save the insurance for the big losses, the total roofs, 
the um, uh, you know fires, the things like that 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 you can't afford through your emergency savings fund mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, so it is a balance. You don't want to have a ton of claims because it can make it to where a company does uh, not not do business with you anymore. <laughs> to put um, it nice, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and, and do some insurance companies, and we have to go to a break in a moment, but will they cancel you? There are, yeah, insurance companies will cancel if they feel like, like there's too many claims, mm-hmm. um, and they have the ability to do that. And But there's always going to be somebody that you can go to. There's, there's state mm-hmm. insurance that you could go to as well uh, if you had to, but it's going to be a lot more expensive. Well, don't cancel this show. Come right back. We're <laughs> going to continue this conversation right after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Time zone when my mind's gone and I'm flying home and I'm stressed out and I'm tempted to get that style phone and go pull it up, but you know what's up and you know that the ain't drive no it five. Welcome into the housing cruise. hour. This is DJ Kevin Ray bringing you flipping the switches. We're just doing it Christian style up in this 215. I don't even know what that means, but anyway, thank you guys for joining us. That's Lecrae. If you don't know who that is, just an incredibly passionate uh, Christian rapper. Um, just an incredible story. It's L-E-C-R-A-E. If you'd like to look him up, download from iTunes and whatnot, he's a phenomenal uh, story. Really a great, great guy. And, and what a funky beat that was, mm-hmm. I might say myself. <laughs> um, so we're back in here into the housing hour. Thank you again for joining us. We're here talking insurance, um, a very, very important time of the year to have insurance. Um, and we have Mansoor Hassan today with us uh, talking about that. His information is now on our website, myknoxvilleinsurance.com. Certainly check him out. Um, and we talked a little bit a moment ago about that relationship between the insurance agent and the client and how it can't be just an order taker 1-800 relationship because there's so much that goes into it. And, you know, another thing that he touched on, didn't fully go into, you know, some people just say, well, okay, what's the cheapest premium you can give me? And so this is one of the differences. Mansoor is going to say, well, okay, let me explain to you what, what you're doing here. If you were to kill, I mean, Hey, let's be honest. Hey, if you were to kill someone or injure them in a major way, then you're telling me you only we only want to go with seventy five thousand or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know there might be situations where you have to be logical and look them in their eye and say, "Hey, I'm just going to tell you if this were to happen, you would be sued by the insurance company of the of the person who was injured, and and this could damage you financially." Um, and things happen. Do you, do you know? Where, do you see where I'm going? Yeah, liability is one of the biggest risk exposures that most families have. Mm-hmm. Let's, let, I mean, let's be honest. Your house is worth a lot, but if somebody sued you for a million dollars or two million dollars, which is happening every day, right. that could financially ruin you for the rest of your life. Right. So liability is a huge risk management talk that we have. We could spend an hour just talking on that. And people say, "Well, I want the cheap. I want the right, lowest right. one." Like, tell me, when's the last time the cheapest was the best? And when is right. the last time that you want 
I can get an iPhone for ninety nine dollars. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, but, kid, I'm just kidding. And and would you want the cheapest protecting you financially? No. Would you really want that cheapest company? So uh, uh, the commercials that you see on TV and, and the one eight hundred numbers are trying to get everybody to make. You talking about the you talking about the lizard? You talking about the lizard? Yeah, lizard lizard doesn't doesn't go through what liability really means. Right. And so when you're looking at your auto insurance, people think, well, I want full coverage. Well, full coverage is different to me. It's different to you. It's mm-hmm. different to everybody. Uh, so what you and you. Full coverage. There's really no such thing because mm. you can't you can't protect for hundred million dollars. Right. right. Um, so you can be sued for whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you want to look at is you want to look at what am I trying to protect my assets, my future income, uh, things like that. What I've got in my retirement. Now they can't get your retirement, but they can get the money that you're taking out of your retirement. Mm-hmm. So they can distri- they can. Well, get disability is another thing that I'm sure you can talk to people about disability oh, yeah. insurance. Oh yeah. Because if you're injured either on your job or away from your job or in an accident, you know, you don't know what the other person's insurance is going to be. I mean, what if they don't have insurance? What if the person who hit you does not have insurance? There's no, there's no angel out there with fairy dust is going to sprinkle money into the, to your bank account. One in four drivers in Tennessee are uninsured. So you have a 25% chance if you get in a wreck that that person's going to be uninsured. And that's why you need to make sure you have good uninsured motorist limits. Mm-hmm. But then also you got to protect yourself through other means, through life insurance and through disability insurance. Right. And, and so, Mark, when we're talking about um, mortgages, real estate, insurance, we had a financial planner on. We talk about all these things. John K. The, Springer. John Springer. What he's talking about this is as involved, if not more, than any other subject matter that we talk about. So who are you going to call? You're yeah. certainly not going to call Ghostbusters. Well, the, the you got to call somebody with some real knowledge. And the other thing we were talking about when Monsoor came in is uh, in the mortgage side, a lot of times uh, we as lenders just want the loan amount covered as far as the, the mortgage goes, mm, right? Right, right? So speak to how oh, yeah. a mortgage yeah, yeah. Insur- uh, the insurance part of homeowners insurance to mortgages and what lenders want and what you should actually get. Right. If you're relying on some other people to tell you what you need for your insurance, uh, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice because um, nobody's going to care about your insurance more than you, mm-hmm. and you should take it on yourself to, to, to educate yourself and do that through a finan- through a professional who's going to go through your finances with you and tell you what you need as far as risk goes. Mm-hmm. A mortgage company is concerned about the loan amount because they're covering themselves. So if you have a if you buy a three hundred thousand dollar home, but you are only going to mortgage a hundred thousand of it, they're going to want to make sure you have a hundred thousand in homeowner's insurance to cover what's at risk for them. Right. You want to make sure you have covered what's at risk for you, which is the replacement value of that home. Right. And it might not even be the market value because you have depreciation on some homes and it might cost more to rebuild that. So you might have bought it for 300 have a 100 note on it, but you might need to insure it for 350 mm. because to rebuild that square footage, you might need 350000 And does that co- uh, cover the cost of inflated materials during like Katrina where materials just went through the roof, so to that, speak? That's where it depends on what kind of policy you have, and you want to yeah. make sure it does. Um, our policies include a 20% overage amount if you insure it for the amount, amount that you're supposed to. So if you insure it for replacement cost, mm. you automatically get an extra 20% in case materials go high. When, when we had the roofs going up uh, in 2011 or from down. the hailstorm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, coming down, um, 
you know, shingle prices went up 30% overnight. Mm -hmm. And so if you had a whole house that was destroyed, well, now you're looking at a, you're having a lot less to rebuild with. So that's where you have that overage for. We had just Linda Masterson just on a few weeks ago. And she talked a lot about that. I'd recommend you going back in wildfire wildfire series. Um, Now, well, and you make a good point, Mark. You you wouldn't go to a proctologist to find out if you needed to cavity filled. You know what I mean? I wouldn't go to a proctologist anyway, but <laughs> you would go to the person who handles that specific part of the business. Um, we've been talking about a lot of things and we wanted to get back to the ice dams because this is not normally something we experience in the East Tennessee area, but when considering we broke a record low of three degrees, we broke the eight degree record that was from 1858 or something crazy, there's still ice on and snow on people's homes that may be causing some problems. Um, my aunt up in Boston, the, her home is built to a little different requirement. Speak to that. You're seeing some claims there and what do people need to do? I don't recommend you getting up there and shoveling it off of your roof unless you have a carabiner or whatever those things are called because you're gonna have another claim. Right. So talk about that. Well, um, a lot of houses, they're not built to handle what, the weather that we've just experienced. And that's why the first storm that we had, we had a whole bunch of pipes busting all over town because mm-hmm. the, the insulation wasn't, wasn't as, good, as good as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this storm, because of all the ice, we had a lot of uh, claims for ice dams. It's where ice forms on the roof. You get uh, snow drifts and it blows up on the side of the uh, house. The flashing is not high enough. And what happens is it freezes, kind of separates it from the roof a little bit. When it, when it starts to thaw, mm. you start getting water to pour in through your home. So if flashing was installed incorrectly or if it wasn't high enough, sometimes it can be something that wasn't done wrong, but it's just still not, not, not going to work. And not so, adequate, right. So you could have water pouring in from your roof due to an ice dam, and we had a lot of that with this last storm because we had so much ice and, and, and cold weather and snow. Well, um, yeah, and if you have that happen and you don't know about it happening and it's, 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 you've experienced this in an attic, maybe it's not a part of the home that you can see, well, guess what's happening? You possibly have water leaking in, and that will maybe dry up at some point, but then you have mold and allergens and other things that are going to be affecting the home. So you need to make sure that that's something that you're carefully inspecting. So people should inspect and what should they do if they see that 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 occurred um, maybe in the future because hopefully at this point ice has melted right um, but what can they do to prevent it um, what can they do to determine whether they have this issue and what should they do if they find that they have it um, pre- prevention is just making sure it, I mean a lot of times you can't prevent this because you're not going to get on your roof like you said right. uh, but prevention would come from making sure that ice isn't forming if you if there's a way to knock snow off of your roof then then great if you know mm-hmm. there's an area susceptible to that um, a lot of times it's it's just doing the prevention on the inside as far as if, if water starts coming in put it put a bucket uh, find where it's going to run to and then and then let it dry out mm-hmm. um, the once the repair part needs to be done by somebody that that knows what they're doing because um, mm-hmm. a lot of times you have to rip some of the shingles off and put new flashing down and mm-hmm. put it the flashing higher okay. um, so if you haven't experienced a, a leak with this claim um, that doesn't mean you're not going to have another one but just be careful and be cognizant that that ice dams do happen here and a lot of times our roofs aren't uh, put on to the specifications to handle those. That's such a good point. And we only have about 30 seconds left, but one other thing I forgot to mention with the pipe burst that I had, what what we discovered was that there was a little 
kind of crack or a hole or a, a little bit of air coming through the soffit that is where our house is connected basically to the brick and air had been going through there. It wasn't there. sealed? It wasn't sealed. Scott Higgins didn't find that. That's okay. <laughs> and so the gentleman took care of that by caulking it, taking care of it. Um, but those are just little things because it was mm-hmm. the same pipe that burst. But anyways, we have one more segment. Come back, join us for the last five minutes here on The Housing Hour. We'll be right back. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And welcome back into the Housing Hour. And that is not Lecrae, just so you know. I'm kidding. That's a beautiful song as well. We're here talking with Mansoor Hassan with uh, State Farm, and we've talked about a variety of things. We've hit on a lot of topics. Um, one of the things that we spoke about over the break there off air was about riders to your insurance. And, and so I'd like to give him the opportunity because some of you um, have spent a lot of money on certain items. Maybe that is a 12 gauge shotgun, gold plated <laughs> shotgun, or maybe that's a wedding ring or a wedding band, or maybe your grandmother's, it was a heirloom and, and, and you have that in your possession. Um, and you will be sadly mistaken when you go to claim the uh, loss of that through whatever, whether that be um, theft or whatever, and you go to try to make good on that claim and you haven't taken out the appropriate insurance. That's why one of the questions that Monsieur asks when he is interviewing you is, do we need to insure any um, items that may have a value of this much or more because certain things are going to just be covered within a certain amount of money. Talk about the riders and why those are important. Yeah, if you're dealing with the personal property inside your home, there are some limits per your policy and it's going to be different for each type of policy, so be familiar with yours. Some mm-hmm. policies limit jewelry to 1500 per any single item for a total of 2500 Well, a lot of people have a wedding ring that's with one item is is more than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what I recommend is if you have... My question is, why didn't she have it on? Exactly, exactly. Well, um, (laughs) if if you insured it the way that I would recommend, which is through a totally separate policy that's called, uh, it's it's any type of risk. So it could, it could, anything could happen to it and it would be covered. She could actually get mad at you, throw it at you and land in the, in the lake and Mm -hmm. uh, it'd be covered. You could roll over it in your car and it'd be covered. You could lose the diamond in it and it would be covered. You want that type of protection for jewelry, especially diamonds. Cause diamonds what if she could, rolls over you? At the same time, then if you had life insurance, it should pay out. Okay. <laughs> hey, let me ask you, with uh, kids going to college, yeah. uh, computers, they get Big pretty pretty expensive. I was able to pick up a real cheap policy through my homeowners yep. to cover loss at college. Is yeah. that pretty typical? Yeah. And like some, some of the, the computers are going to be covered under your home up to a certain limit. Normally it's a pretty big limit, but the problem is, is that a lot of times drops are not covered under that. Mm. Um, or spills, if you spill Coke or something on the computer, if you insure it under that separate rider, it's an all-risk rider. So if, if your child dropped the computer, it's covered. If mm. they rolled over it with a car, it's covered. Uh, they, it, and a lot of times it'll, it'll be covered for those types of things, whereas under the home it's covered for fire, for theft. 
that kind of thing. The same thing applies to car insurance as well, because if you, in the trunk of your car, have two Rockford Fosgate 12-inch subwoofers with a Kenwood amplifier and an Alpine deck, that's an your wish list for yeah. Christmas, no, Kevin? That, that's what I used to have. That was his have. high school. That's what I was bumping. It, it wasn't Lecrae, I'll be honest with you. That's why we're on a Christian station now. But but when you have those type of, of items in your car, because that, that's about a four or $5,000 package, yeah. you, if you want those things to be covered, and um, if it was a theft or whatever, you need to have what on those? Is it the same thing? Yeah, you can do a special rider. Now, sometimes mm-hmm. you can add that to your auto insurance as uh, additional equipment. It depends on how it's mounted into your car. So is it permanently mm-hmm. fixed or is it is it uh, Not movable? until they unscrew it out. Right, right, right. <laughs> so uh, just check with, with your individual uh, agent on that because everybody is so different on that. But you can put them under these what's called a, a personal articles type policy uh, okay. and cover them separately for any type of loss. And also talk with him about discounts, Mansoor, about discounts, because if you have, you know, an alarm system or you have other things, you know, alarm systems are important, and, and you guys might give a small discount if you have yeah. an alarm system. Yeah, right? alarm systems for homes, uh, claim-free credits for homes. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, if you have multiple lines, like if you have a home and auto together, those yeah. are all discounts. Claim f- claim-free, claim huh? Yeah, that's, that's, n- that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, Folks, I'll tell you what, we just can't uh, thank Monsoor enough for spending this time with us. Thank you to our listeners. We hope you give them an opportunity to talk with him about your insurance needs. MyKnoxvilleInsurance.com. You can also go to TheHousingHour.com for all of this information. Share it with friends and family. We hope that you do so, and we hope to see you back next time right here on The Housing Hour. Goodbye. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know, so come here to find out. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.